There are so many things as humans that we don't really understand. There are mystic, magical, faded things, as well as otherworldly realms that we just can't comprehend unless it's through the journey of our own soul. I'm your host, Steffi, aka The Spirit Sis. I'm a psychic medium, astrologer, and intuition teacher, and I'm here to take you on an exploration of all things spiritual. I'm going to connect to source, give you divine downloads, and I want to keep you in the spirit loop. So here is the psychic scoop. Hi, hello, welcome back to another episode of Psychic Scoop. I am your host, Steffi, aka Spirit Sis. I am an evidential psychic medium, professional astrologer, and intuition teacher here to get all geeky on spiritual stuff with you. This podcast is always led by source and spirit. So every single topic you listen to, every single expert that comes on, every single thing that I try to relate to you. <laughs> is all collective consciousness of spirit. And I really truly believe you're brought to the podcast or any podcast really when you're meant to hear messages. So I just want to say if you're listening, I really am so grateful to you and for you being here because spirit connected us in some way. (laughs) So Anyway, uh, just wanted to give you a big virtual hug. And with that being said, I am actually doing a re-release of an episode here that was really, truly poignant. And it's about your divine helpers on the other side and your spirit team. You have a big group of people on the other side cheering for you and watching you and guarding you and protecting you every single day. So it is a divine reminder of that. That's probably why spirit was like, you need to re-release this episode because we need to remind some people that they are loved and protected and we are guiding them even in these moments of confusion or stagnancy or just when you're really wanting clarity, your spirit team's there with you. Also, I'm kind of geeking out. This is my 77th episode, 77 angel numbers. My birthday is 77. And I didn't even realize that until I came to record. So even more recognition from spirit that this had to be the episode today. And if you love this episode or love the show, please write a review and rate it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That really helps the nature of the show and everything we're here to do and spreading it to more people who need to hear the messages. And if you really love it, you can share it on social media or you can share share it with a friend, a family member, your loved ones, anyone who you think might need to hear the message. You know, we're spreading the love as much as possible. So I would so appreciate that. And if you have any more stories you want to share, you you know, ghost stories, past life stories, weird glitch in the matrix, anything that you think would be a good fit for the show and you want to share your story, please email psychicscooppodcast at gmail.com and we'll continue some fun, spooky, spiritual enlightening content for you. Now let's get into the episode. Today we're going to talk about our spirit team, more specifically spirit guides versus guardian angels versus passed away loved ones. I get questions about spirit guides all the freaking time. I love 
love talking about this topic. And I think it's going to be a really fun discussion. And I think it will get you a little expanded so you can start to connect to your guides as early as today. And you probably have already been connecting with them (laughs) subconsciously if you realize it or not. So I don't even know where to start. Let's start at the very beginning. Oh my gosh, I really want to sing Sound of Music right now. (laughs) Let's start at the very beginning. Okay, I'm nowhere near Julie Andrews. Anyway, okay, so the very beginning, you are about to incarnate into this body. You have the same soul. You have met with your spirit guides and angels and passed away loved ones, your ancestors on the other side. And you have this council of helpers that are here to walk you through this lifetime, and they are going to be guiding you on the other side. So you already met with these people, you know exactly how they're going to lead you and when, and then you know, you come down to earth, and you have no recollection of who they are, (laughs) why they're there, or that you even have help. Because in your loneliest, loneliest moments, it feels like you have no one, right? And we've all been there when we've been in really dark despair, when we are grieving a loved one, when we are going through a dark time, it really does feel like you are in the battle alone. But that is so far from the truth. And knowing this information that I know now, (laughs) like lonely times don't feel nearly as lonely, neither do really dark moments or challenging moments because I know my spirit team is helping me. Now, the reason I have gathered this information today, just a quick disclaimer, is because I have been communicating with my spirit guides for a long time. And I also have connected to your deceased loved ones and they tell me what's up. So that's kind of how I get my information. It's from source. Now, that doesn't mean I am absolutely 100% accurate or correct. I don't think anyone really knows until we cross over, right, what exactly went down. But this is just to my understanding, and I wanted to portray from my point of view who these spirit helpers are and how we can deeply connect with them. So when you are born, you are already receiving the help from angels and your guides and deceased loved ones right away. Not even a minute of your life, you are not being guided in some way by your spirit team. Let's start first with Uh, guardian angels. And it is very much like we believe. They come in in divine intervention moments to help us. When you hear of guardian angels, you hear of the people that survived a plane crash or someone that survived a car accident or, you know, someone who didn't go to the World Trade Center that morning of 9-11. You hear about all of these missed opportunities or fatal things that could have happened to someone, but they decided just one day to go off the beaten path. Now, I totally believe that divine guardian angels have orchestrated to protect you during those times. If it wasn't your time yet, the guardian angel can step in. But angels are there throughout your entire life to guide you. Now, angels don't necessarily go through the nitty gritty mundane where am I in life? What am I supposed to do? Questions. Those are directed more towards your spirit guides, which I'll get into in a minute. The divine angels are of the highest frequency in your spirit team. They don't really understand the human experience because they've never been humans, but they understand soul vibration and soul ascension. So 
the times that they really step in the most is when you are going through emotional disturbance, when you are grieving, when you are in a really dark space. And angels can also be there when you are celebrating some of the highest moments of your life, maybe your marriage, or maybe your uh, birth of a child, or maybe during death. A lot of angels will walk you through the death process, so it's more peaceful. So angels kind of sprinkle throughout your life, and you will be able to feel their protection. And trust me, because it's a very different frequency than anything else you felt. And if you are curious and have have a feeling that angels are with you, most likely it will be associated with some sort of light source or white light. I have personally interacted with my angels three times in my lifetime, and I remember them so distinctly because you feel peace and comfort and overwhelming love when they are in your presence. Even if you are at the deep, deep pits of your sadness or melancholic, you know, depression or episode, you will see and feel them. And trust me, it's a it's a different vibration and frequency. Uh, one of the times that I saw them out of the three, I actually was in a car that was filling up with gas. It was a uh, it was kind of a crazy story. I was with my high school boyfriend and his car broke down and it started to snow and we were getting snowed in and his cars for some reason the lock didn't work and the snow started piling up and we were there like an hour or two I don't remember and for whatever reason when we turned his car back on it wasn't really working but something in the engine uh, was like pumping gas back into the car and I just remember we were locked the car didn't start the snow was coming up like we couldn't even get out of the car and it was filling with smoke at one point and I remember just like feeling very calm. And I don't know if it was because I was losing oxygen or I don't know if it was because I thought maybe I was going to die. But I remember I said to my boyfriend at the time, I said, it's fine because she's here. And he's like, who? And I was like, look behind you. And in the in like the back windshield, we both turned around and there was a light source, like shining light. And it looked like it was almost like a street light or a street lamp. And he was like, what? Who is that person? So he also saw her as well. <laughs> I don't even like to use pronouns for angels because they absolutely don't have pronouns. They are just pure light sources. Um, but it, it, I think because the angel wanted to communicate to our human brains that she was protecting us, she came almost in the form of a guardian angel, like what that would look like to us as humans. And then I think within like a minute or two, um, the the doors of the car unlocked and we were able to get the windows down. And I think we either shoveled snow or the car warmed up enough where we were able to uh, leave. And, you know, him and I talked about that almost every time we we talk to one another. I mean, it was such a profound experience. I remember even us breaking up and just being like, what, remember that moment? Like, I, I've never forgot it. I also had a moment where I was in this horrible, horrible state and trigger warning for anyone. Um, I was suicidal 
And I actually called upon my angels for help. And I saw this blinding white light go towards the top of the sky to the middle of a field because I was at a friend's house who lived on a farm. And I followed the the light. It almost like, you know, when you see a rainbow and you want to go to the end of the rainbow, but I just saw this like random light source come down. <laughs> it was just like a really beautiful ray of sunshine. And I went, followed it. And again, that calm peace washed over me, went into the light beam, and I just knew that my angels were guiding me. And I felt like, okay, I have to live. I have to continue to move on. And uh, yeah, I mean, angel vibration is the most powerful. And if you don't have these experiences or you don't have like connection to your angels or that you know of, it doesn't mean they're not guiding you and it doesn't mean they aren't watching you from source because they absolutely are. And if you do need divine intervention from angels, you absolutely can ask for it and they will be there for you no matter what. And that's the one thing about all of your spirit team. They don't judge you. They aren't uh, like making you feel bad for asking for what you want and desire in life. They are just pure love and pure light, especially your guardian angels. Now let's move on to your spirit guides, uh, my faves. So spirit guides are again um, assigned with you at birth. Now it depends per person how many spirit guides you have. Uh, When I met my spirit team and especially my spirit guides, I had They only showed me two of them, but when I met with them at a later time, I saw 10. So I think you can have anywhere from one to 10 spirit guides. And honestly, I don't even like to put a limit on it because it's possible you could have several more. Uh, I think it also varies per person and depending on the karma in this lifetime that you need to get through. Now, spirit guides are people and souls. I I keep saying people. (laughs) I think it's easier for my brain to compartmentalize that they are people people. (laughs) But spirit guides were people at one point. So spirit guides have lived a human life before. And the whole point of incarnation and coming down to earth, our souls, is to up-level our karma. So um, you come back down to get it right, to make amends with people, to forgive, to follow your dreams, follow your purpose, and to get karma sorted out. Spirit guides have usually completed their karma on earth, and they go to the next level of ascension where they will now be guiding sources to uh, the humans that they are assigned to. And spirit guides either are assigned to you, one, because they understand your karma really well. Like maybe they went through a similar thing in in their lifetime that they're able to guide you on, or maybe you knew them in a past life and your soul is very, very close with their soul. So they know you and they're able to guide you. So that's something I think that you should understand is that your spirit guides know you inside and out. And they know every single thing about you, by the way. They know you're stubborn. (laughs) They know you're bad habit. They know your negative thoughts and there is zero judgment from their side. So imagine like 
an absolute best friend or even a parent or a, a family member, someone who you just have this really open relationship with and they love and accept you for who you are, that's your spirit guides. Now, your spirit guides have a little more of an interactive role in your life versus your guardian angels. Your guardian angels step in, like I said, if you are in danger or if you are going through a milestone where you absolutely need their help um, or you just need their guidance. Um, so yeah, the angels come in you know, very, very seldom. Your spirit guides are guiding you practically every single day. And the spirit guides communicate with you through subtle energies. Now, here's where it gets interesting and difficult. A spirit guide can lead you to many opportunities and lead you to people to complete your karma. But since you are a human being and you have free will, you can definitely go against the advice that they give you. (laughs) So spirit guides basically tee up this experience and they're like, okay, you've been asking for a job for a really long time. I know it's not the hours you want or the pay you want, but eventually, you know, they're going to promote you. So like spirit guides know exactly what's going to happen if you take route A, right? Okay, okay. I hope I, I put this out in her email. I hope I hope she gets it. And then all of a sudden you have fear surrounding taking that opportunity, or maybe you second guess yourself, you have these negative thought patterns that come in, and you say no to this opportunity. It doesn't mean that the spirit guides aren't going to reroute you. It just means that sometimes you haven't really connected with them to take the advice, or sometimes it just means you weren't ready for that opportunity. But that's the whole thing about being a human. They are helping you with your karma, but you're the one who's taking the test. <laughs> like It's essentially like getting a tutor. Do you guys remember in high school, if you had to take those exams, like an ACT or an SAT? Oh my gosh, I was so bad at testing. At like the worst. And I would get tutors and I would go to all these practice exams. And then the second I sit down, I had so much pressure that I would just flop. <laughs> Little did I know that I didn't really need a college degree to be a psychic, but I digress. Anyway, it's like that. The, the spirit guides are there to guide and lead you, and they really want to help you in any way they can. So they're going to try to connect with you and show you that they're there. They do that through angel numbers. They do that through moving items and objects. They do that through connecting with you in your dreams. You know, they do this in many different ways. And this is also similar to how our deceased loved ones connect with us as well. I do believe angel numbers have a little more to do with our spirit guides than our uh, loved ones who have crossed over. But I, I think to each his own, it's different. For me personally, my spirit guides connect with me through pennies, which I think I believe I've talked about on the podcast before. But whenever I receive a sign from spirit after I've been talking to them all day, um, I know that they had heard my message. So very common if I'm, if I'm about to go on a flight and I protect the plane in white light and I say, hey, I'm a little nervous for this flight. I just want to make sure it's going to all be okay. Can you send me a penny? And then I'll find a penny. And it's usually like in the airport or on the floor somewhere. One time I found a penny in my shoe. I found a penny in my bed. I found a penny in food. This is not a joke. I literally bit into a penny once. (laughs) So that's how spirit guys uh, do connect with you. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. 
So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Now, there will be times of your life where you do not really receive messages as often. That doesn't mean that the spirit guides are taking a break or they're on vacation. It just means that you are a little more in your free will side of life and that you've been making decisions without needing your spirit team, which is absolutely fine. You know, you're having this human experience and you have karma to deal with. They can't hold your hand through everything. But there are times where you might need a little more spirit assistance. And that's when you can call upon them and say, hey, I need a little more help. Would you mind walking me through this? But again, it It's a really um, fine line between needing their help every day and wanting to do things on your own. It's essentially like when you are raising a toddler and you are scared because when they go on something that's really tall and you don't want them to fall, (laughs) but you also know that if they climb up there and they fall, they learn their lesson. It's very similar of how spirit guides look at us. We're basically all toddlers to them (laughs) in the spirit world, right? So um, that is um, something to note. But if you need their help and you really are going through something, I think it's okay to call upon your spirit team every single day and ask for divine guidance. And eventually, once you get a lot of the help that you need or signs that you need, um, you'll be able to relax a little bit and know that you can call upon them whenever you need them and it can be a little more sparingly. It's funny, I've seen this with a lot of clients when they first discover that they are maybe a little bit intuitive or they realize that there are spirit guides. They jump from zero to a thousand where it's like, I want to know exactly who my spirit guides are. I want to know their names. I want to know everything about them. And that is so exciting. But I think it's important to start from a very ground level with your spirit guides and connecting to them first is way more important than knowing their names. I'm going to get to the names and how to connect with them in just a minute but I want to explain why. I think you need to have a conversation with your spirit guides and be really open about what you're wanting from them. And you can talk to them internally. You can talk to them out loud. You can journal. You can ask in meditation. There are several ways that you can start to open the conversation with spirit and your spirit team. But the first thing you got to do is just be open and acknowledge their presence because that's kind of like the first way that they can consent to helping you. So uh, you can take a crystal in your hand, um, you can listen to a meditation, or you can just lay down, or it could even be before sleep, waking up, you know, when you're in that dreamlike state. And you can just say out loud, hi, spirit guides, you know, um, I appreciate your help. Thank you so much for guiding me. I'm open to connecting with you further, and I would like a little more help in this area of life, right? a little help in finding my soulmate. I need a little help in my job. I'm feeling stuck. I need a little help with making new friends, whatever it is, whatever area you're feeling like you need the most help in now. And you know, they don't discriminate. They can help you in every area. But again, it's good to start small. They already have a lot on their plate dealing with dealing with you. So (laughs) let's just start with them small. So just be really specific. And then this is the kicker. You get to assign exactly how they get to communicate with you. So maybe through meditation, you decide, hey, I am going to communicate with my spirit guides through butterflies. So whenever I talk to my spirit team and say, hey, I really need a sign uh, from my guides. Will you give me a butterfly? That's easy. I Like I said, I do pennies. Some people do angel numbers. It depends. But you are the one who can assign that sign, right? You're the one who says, every time 
I see this, that means my spirit team is coming. And, you know, make it something that is significant to you. Maybe you really love seeing um, elephants or you really love dolphins or you love lions. And every time that you connect or see a dolphin or a lion or um, an elephant, uh, that means that your spirit team or your spirit animals are assisting you from the other side, right? So if you are confused about like what exactly that sign is, start to pay attention. And you can even say to them, I am confused. I don't really have like a decision on what I want my sign to be. Will you guys show me what the sign is? And very, very likely that day or that whole week, you're going to see the sign repeatedly. So just pay attention to how they communicate with you. Um, You'll notice that one is stronger over the others. I could not deny the penny thing if my life depended on it to the point where a lot of people in my life, ex-boyfriends, old roommates, family members, Members, like they start to text me pennies uh, because like they know that that's a thing of mine, right? Everyone in my life knows that penny is my sign from spirit. But yeah, it's almost like you guys are co-collaborating in a way. So you want to pick a specific sign or you can ask them to show you the sign, whatever works for you best. You can see the sign through a movie, through an advertisement, through social media. It doesn't have to be a physical object, just letting you know that um, because spirit works in seriously mysterious ways. And by the way, to connect with your spirit guides, your intuition has to be super on point and super crispy (laughs) because if you're running around all day and you're super busy, I mean, you can mistake signs all the time. So paying attention is the most important thing. But let's say you want to know your spirit guide sign and you are asking them and leaving it up to them. Well, then you can maybe pull an oracle card, pull a tarot card, see what imagery comes through, pay attention to the thing that keeps repeating, even if it's a word that you keep hearing, if it's some kind of number, if it's a flower, anything, even in the imagery of the cards, if you're pulling cards to decide what your spirit guides are talking to you or how they're communicating, you know, pay attention to what keeps coming up. That is not a coincidence for sure. Or your dreams, they can communicate to you through dreams all the freaking time. And this is a way that they're able to do it gently so you're not overthinking about it. So that is a great way to connect to your guides is literally talking to them. Now, meeting them is a different story. Now, I met my spirit guides through a sound bath performed by one of my besties, uh, Dana from Day Luna, and also uh, Shayna did from Day Luna did an amazing like cacao ceremony before. So I was really, really like zened out and focused. And something about the vibration of the sound bath um, makes my spirit team come forward. And I like hallucinate like I'm on ayahuasca. Like I have the most crazy visions. And my spirit team comes to me so strongly when I'm able to relax and meditate. So I connect with my guides the most when I am in a deep meditation or when I am in a sound bath. Now, it's important to get a sound bath with people that you really trust (laughs) and people that make the safe space. Or if you're doing like a guided meditation, make sure it's through someone who you can really trust. Okay. So my spirit guides, I'm still kind of holding the information tight to my chest because there are things that they told me and things that they shared with me that are really private. So I'm not going to divulge too much about my spirit guides, but I will say they did give me their specific names. They told me their assignments for me. I know exactly what role they played in my past life. One one thing I will share is one of my spirit guides um, who is 
my absolute like leader, and he was assigned to me after I turned 30. Um, he was my father in a past life. And when he stepped forward, I'm not kidding you, I started bawling because I felt this father energy that in this lifetime now, like that I'm living, I've never felt before. Uh, I've never had a father type figure that was pure love and accepted me. You know, um, I'm sure you guys know already, but I'm very vulnerable with a lot of areas of my life. You know, I talked about growing up with my um, abusive childhood, and I've also had domestic abuse and partnerships. You know, I have anxiety and depression, all these things. But when my spirit guide stepped forward after I turned 30, he told me that he was there to assign me through the mental health stuff. And he was like, the father I have will never have in this lifetime. And every single time I think of this spirit guide, I get emotional. And I feel this like love, loving father presence that I it, it just I remembered what it felt like to be his daughter in that lifetime. I remembered our memories. And through my own past life regression, I like understand our relationship much more. But when I think of him, and when I call upon him, um, it this, the connection is unbelievable. I'm getting emotional even talking about it because I feel so loved by this spirit guide. And what's crazy is he confirmed his name through actually, it's a series of events, but it was through this sign that I kept seeing repeatedly. And I actually saw it on Facebook. So I just want to let you know that's how it originally started. But he was telling me his name because I kept on seeing this random person pop up on my Facebook page. And this was years ago when I met my spirit guide. And I he showed me that name. And then he showed me his um, other name that he went by. So uh, when he told me his name, I was like, that's so confusing. And I ended up um, looking up the record of this person and I saw a picture of him and everything and the friends I were with at the time, like Dana and Shana, it was just like an unbelievable experience, like getting to share that with them in that moment. But I said I wasn't going to share anything and then I just went ahead and shared. But there was other things that they told me that I I don't necessarily feel like sharing at this moment. But what I will say is, um, yes, they do have names, but I don't want you to stress too much about them. And also, I don't think it's fair for you to go ahead and name them (laughs) unless they tell you because they will tell you in time. And it's funny because you'll hear the name like so clearly. Like I think one time I tried to name one of mine and then she was like, um, no, that's not my name and got like mad at me. (laughs) So don't name your spirit guides. That's just something from me. Like they have their assigned names. They will tell you their names in due time, but it really doesn't matter that much. Trust me, it doesn't. So don't obsess too much about getting to know who they are. They will show you when you are ready. And I promise if you continue to Uh, get deeper into your intuition, they will start to show themselves more and more and more. The more work you do, the more you try to connect with them, the better it will be. And and listen, it's very similar to like calling a friend on the phone, like a friend that you've known for a really long time, and then you guys can go a year without talking. And then you pick up the phone and you're like, oh my gosh, it feels like no time has passed. That's very similar to the relationship that we share with our spirit team. Now, deceased loved ones, Uh, can start to become a part of your spirit team. But I do want to say that your deceased loved ones that have crossed over, like let's say you loved grandma and she passed away, she is going to be a part of your spirit team, but she's not going to be your spirit guide. It's very different. She's going to be like looking after you and she's going to be 
trying to communicate with you through spirit. And she's going to be through every single exciting moment that you have in your life. But she will not be your assigned guide. She's not going to understand a lot about your karma. She might if she's in your soul group, but she's not like physically telling you to take that job or, you know, hand plating you an opportunity or a friendship for your soul growth. She's more so just there to uh, really kind of help you in situations where you need her love and support. Um, deceased loved ones, you know, they, they can communicate with you all the time through signs and spirit, just very similar to your guides. Well, but this will be more like memories that you guys have shared previously in that lifetime. Like, let's say grandma always made like apple pie, you know, like every time you see an apple pie or smell an apple pie or something like that, it's usually like grandma is just like stopping by to say hello. Uh, spirit really likes to communicate through songs and imagery as well. Uh, but make sure it's you know, something that you shared together, that's most likely what spirit, um, you know, your your loved ones will communicate. And every time I'm connecting with a client, it's very specific what comes forward. <laughs> I'll say random memories from childhood they didn't remember. I'll say names or things that they don't remember unless they have to ask like a family member <laughs> because spirit is very specific about what they want to uh, bring up in sessions. It's mostly for validation for you to realize, oh my gosh, that actually is my uncle or that is my mom or that is my grandmother coming through. That's why they say some of the funny things they do because they want to make sure it's like very specific. (laughs) And if you've gotten a reading from me, you know how random it can be, but it's always like very, uh, very specific to your situation and also their situation when they then when they were living and what they enjoyed to do in life. So, oh my gosh, I mean, this is an amazing topic. I know I could talk all day about this. I can do a part two if you want. Um, but the, that was like the basic beginner of uh, spirit guides versus guardian angels versus uh, your deceased loved ones that are crossed over. Um, one thing I will say if you are um, really wanting to connect with them, besides paying attention and sharpening your intuition, there's something that I did that I really loved when I wanted to connect with my angel or when I wanted to connect with my guides. And I just sat in a meditation and I put both of my palms on my knees facing upwards. And I told them to grab my hands And this might not work for everybody. It worked for me. And eventually I felt that they were holding my hands. So whenever I am really scared or anxious or going through a tough time or if I'm crying and and really kind of feeling in the depths of my despair. I know I mentioned that a bunch of times, like despair has come up so often. <laughs> I hold my hands out and most always I feel them grabbing my grabbing my hands and it's a really loving feeling. So I recommend doing that because it feels great. Uh, and even if that doesn't happen, um, make sure to pay attention to your dreams. Okay, well, if you are curious about, you know, getting deeper into that and wanting to sharpen your intuition, I do have a seven-day online course, (laughs) Awaken Your Intuition. I know that summer is so like fun and freeing, but it's also a great time to like sharpen up on your skills when you're in this like fun, like, you know, feeling 
feeling the the sun. I mean, at least in America when it's sunny. <laughs> if you're in Australia, it could be a great time for like winter fun, you know. Um, but regardless, it's a great time to reconnect to your gifts and to study and to learn new skills. And you have time to do it, right? Thank you guys so much for connecting with me on Instagram or TikTok. I love, love, love uh, the comments and I love the DMs and I just really love connecting with the community there. So I appreciate you for listening and tuning in. And, you know, the summer, I might not be posting as much uh, podcast or even Instagram content, but just know I love you and I'm here to support you through any of your spiritual awakenings. <laughs> so sending you so much love and we'll talk soon. Okay. Love you. Bye-bye.